Hey everyone, why don't you come on down? It's Point Break Minute, don't be a clown. We point out the moments and break down the minutes, so climb on board to the Point Break! Welcome back to Point Break Minute. I'm Marin Kennedy, and this is... Jessalo. Jessalo. Hi, Jessa. How's it going? Good. How about you? I'm good. I'm good. Good. Okay. Uh, this is Point Break Minute, where we point out the moments and break down the minutes. I already said that. No, didn't you didn't. I? No, I didn't. We point out the moments and break down the minutes. So point Break, one minute at a time. Uh, deja vu again, right? Mm-hmm. Or the opposite of deja vu, mm-hmm. where you think something has happened, but it hasn't? Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, we do point out the moments... And break down the minutes, which is what we're going to do on this episode, like we do on every episode. Uh, the next um, minute is... Minute 75. Yeah, 75. Like uh, three three quarters of 100. Mm-hmm. Almost to 100. The number 75... I don't really know how I have anything to say about mathematically about the number 75. My dad might. He likes math. Mm. I have synesthesia, which um, makes the number 75 blue and orange. So is seven blue and mm-hmm. five orange? Yep. Interesting. Apparently, Interesting. Yeah, it's very common for people with synesthesia to see the number seven is blue. Interesting. Yep. I, I can see that. Mm-hmm. So the number 75 doesn't have a different color all to its Some own. Some people just, it can. For me, it doesn't. For you, it's just it's seven blue, make up five the... orange. Okay. Mm-hmm. The yep. components make up the whole. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. That's why I love you. Mm. Not really. I actually forget you have synesthesia sometimes. Oh, yeah. But it's cool. Thanks. It's pretty mild compared to what a lot of other people have. Mm. I had a classmate who could taste uh, people's voices. Yeah, uh, it's like it's kind of scary in a way. Yeah, I feel like they could maybe eat my voice if they can taste it, and yeah. then it would be gone. They yeah. would like I have. They would have She's my Ursula. voice. Oh yeah, that's the what Ursula mermaid. does. Yeah, the Little Mermaid scared me a lot as a kid. Yeah. That was Always one. Like I think dicks. it <laughs> as in Aladdin too, right? Or maybe I don't it's just know. Mermaid. I know it's on the Little Mermaid. I don't know if it's on Aladdin. Um, no, I wouldn't have been aware of that. Uh, but just like I think Ursula was scary, and maybe like the underwater part. Hmm. I'm kind of scared of being underwater. Yeah, me too. So anyway, that. that was a movie. That was like a Disney movie I didn't watch as a kid because it was like I couldn't couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. I watched Beauty and the Beast and The Lion King. Hmm. I loved Aladdin. That was my favorite. Aladdin's good. Yeah, Aladdin is really good too. Um. But this isn't Aladdin Minute. This is Point Break Minute. So Minute 75 um, continues with the little bonfire scene um, with uh, Bodhi and the gang. And Bodhi goes, then don't worry about this guy. I know exactly what to do with him. Exactly what to do with him. And then it cuts to Keanu spread eagle and shirtless on the bed, (laughs) which it actually does. Don't. On those black sheets. Yeah. Don't mind if I do. Don't mind if I do you. It was a very, like, out of context, like, watching it minute by minute. Like, a lot of things are out of context. Um, it was very sexual. Um, Don't mind if I do the do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, he is, um, you know, Patrick Swayze, he's having some thoughts of his own. And then, yeah, we get to Keanu. He, yeah, you said spread eagle. He is lying on his black sheets in his bed. His little football helmet alarm clock. With his arms his straight arms are out. St- his arms are wide open, as like, the song it, says. It could, he could be making a biblical Jesus reference, like he's sacrificing himself. 
Yes, for he's, it's very Christ-like. Yeah, but that'd be more Bodhi. Yeah. So. And then. You get this little black creeping gun silhouette coming ooh, it's in. it's scary. It's and, like a murder mystery. Yeah, out of, we came out of this beautifully layered, poignant scene to the Looney Tunes. Um, it's super particularly noir to me in this scene. It's like, it'd be like Elmer Fudd. Yeah, exactly. have like the outline of a hat and like the little That's exactly, round it's head. It's a shadow of a gun that we see like creeping across the room and like. Working its way over to Keanu. Yeah, you want like the violence to be like. Yeah. Yeah. And then Tyler Ann shoots his pillow. Um, it's, it's revealed that Tyler Ann shot the gun because his pillow all of a sudden is shot and. And feathers explode into the air. This seems particularly dangerous to me. She, like, his pillow is not that far away from his head. No, it's, it that, was close. That was not like a warning shot. That was like, a, I'm going to fucking and k- kill your brains out. We're assuming this is his gun. Yeah. That she found. And that's why yeah. she knows. Oh, good job, Keanu. Could have hit that a little better. Yeah. Um, but we're assuming like she doesn't own a gun. I don't know. Like, she doesn't seem like the type to own Yeah, a gun. no, not at all. So she probably assuming, and the way she's holding it especially, she's like shaking. Yeah. Um, I would assume she hasn't shot a gun too many times, so... She, it could have been fired anywhere. Yeah, it could have ended up anywhere, I feel like. That's why it's so close to his head. I feel like that wasn't just a warning shot. This is kind of an extreme reaction. But yeah, she's having an extreme reaction. She's having some big feelings in this scene. And she screams, lawyer. No. No, she screams, liar. Yeah. At him. And then she says, a lawyer? Oh, I didn't catch that. <laughs> and it sounds... I, I wonder if she had a note. Like, I feel like I would have gotten this note if I was doing this scene. Like... Liar and lawyer sound very similar, so make sure and make that difference heard. Otherwise, yeah. it'll be confusing. It just it struck me as a like. I mean, they're one of the same, right? I mean, lawyers. <laughs> I mean, you know, do you know how many do you know how many lawyers it takes to screw in a light bulb? No, I actually don't remember the answer. Oh. I'm sure there is one. Uh, what one to one to screw it in and one to screw you? Huh. Oh. Oh, there you I go. I just made that up. I, and then what do you call a bus of lawyers um, falling off a cliff? A good start. Yeah. <laughs> what do you call a lawyer that you, you, uh, you when you throw a lawyer into a, a dumpster and it doesn't hit the sides? What? Perfect pitch. Oh. Oh, that's, no, it's supposed to be like a banjo. Oh. So I just didn't really work with oh, lawyer. Okay. Um, it's like anti-humor. I'm doing this like whole anti-humor Neil yeah, Hamburger thing. Yeah. It's new. It's It's pretty cool. Um, but enough dumping on lawyers because my mom's a lawyer. Yeah. So, um, you know, lawyers can be pretty cool. <laughs> um, so Tyler is like, what does she say? She says, you lied says, to me. You lied to me. Yes. And he goes, Tyler, put the gun down. Like exactly in that intonation. Like poor Keanu. He's just. Yeah. This is a bad situation. Uh, he, you know, I wouldn't know what to say. He, he tries, yeah. but I don't think there's anything he can do. Um, she's in, she's just, she's literally trembling. Yeah. And, uh, I like the effect that there are like feathers yeah. floating in the air around her. I wrote that down. It's a really nice effect. And I'm trying to figure out, did they just have like a PA standing off, just off camera, like, like throwing, sprinkling, sprinkling feathers. feathers? I think they would have to. They would have to. Because it, the shot of where they shoot the pillow is at a different angle from the shot of Tyler's face. Yeah. And in case, you know, in, in case you don't know how they make movies, you know, in case you're not like insiders like we are, <laughs> uh, not all this happened at the same time. 
It's an illusion. What? Yeah, see, like, you know, the, and she didn't even shoot that gun, you know? It didn't actually Well, count. it would have been like a squib in the pillow. Yeah. Which also seems but, crazy dangerous to me, because his head is but, right next uh, to it. Yeah, totally. And, okay, I'll finish that thought. Uh... Yeah, like, the, and the squib and the pillow would have happened. That would have been like totally at a different time. Lord Tyler isn't even on screen, on you know, set for that. You know, well, yeah. on set maybe, but not. You know, she's like taking a break. Yeah, because she's not in that shot. So if you're not in the shot, you know, you're, you're free time. Free time. Yeah, you're at the craft service table. It made uh, so you see the feathers on her uh, side of the shot, but not his. Although it might be lighting. Yeah, uh, because it's more light on her side. It's very noir lighting. Like, you can see her face illuminated very clearly, but everything else is very shadowy. Very dark scene. Just like those sheets. Yeah. Just like those sheets. I kind of love those sheets. Yeah. I still I still kind of think black sheets are cool. I know your stance on them that it makes you wonder if you have a pet, pet snake. I mean, we live together. Like, I don't care. But, like, only people who are going to see our sheets are us. And I know you don't have a pet snake. <laughs> Do you, though? If you did... I'd be really mad at you. You can eat our kitties. So no, I don't have a pet snake. Although I did have a pet snake when I was a kid, and it ran away. How? I mean, not ran away, but slithered away. (laughs) It didn't grow legs. Freedom! It screams. It's the the the, uh, um, Braveheart snake. (laughs) I've had enough. I've had enough of your shit. Freedom. Uh, Robert, Freedom. Robert the Bruce, whoever the villain was in that. Uh, no, I had a snake. Uh, we were on, um, Woodby Island off Seattle. Uh-huh. Uh, my grandparents had a cabin there. Uh, and my parents and I would go hang out there sometimes. And I, you would bring your snake. No, you? no, this is, this is the, this is the origin <laughs> oh, okay. story. Okay. The origin story. Uh, I saw a snake in the grass and I pointed and said, snake. Uh huh. Snake. Snake. And my parents said, oh, there must be a snake. And then I tried to catch it, and I think they kind of helped me. Uh-huh. I don't know why. Yeah. If I was if I was in their their shoes, I would be like, you were like get 16. away from that. Yeah, I was like five. Oh, okay, you were sixteen going snake. I wasn't sixteen going on sixty. I was, yeah, <laughs> snake, snake. I had a lisp too. Um, Did you have a lisp as a kid? I don't think so. Oh. I don't remember. Uh, so I saw a snake and we captured it and uh, and brought it back home with us, and then it uh, it's somewhere it it just got out of its little uh, aquarium cage thing. Are you sure it just didn't die and your parents told you it ran away? Oh man, I realized that happened to me. With we had a pet quail, uh, a baby quail. Growing up, we had it as a pet for like a week, and my dad told me that he took it down um, to the park and that. When he set it down on the ground, another quail came out of the bushes that was a mommy quail. And then the baby quail that we had ran over to it. And um, and that um, it was now down in the park with the mommy quail. And Aww. I only realized, like, a couple years ago, I was, like, driving. And then, like, it just hit me. And I was like, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> well, allow me to grieve for the snake for a moment. Yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, the snake ran away. It's it's with the mommy snake. Well, if it even ran away, it would be dead now anyway. They don't live that long. It's at the park, Merton. I, I just mom. need some time, Jessa. No, it's at the park, Merton, with his mom. Shut up. I mean. Okay, thanks. Yeah. Anyway, black sheets, I still think they're kind of cool. And you got any stains on there, you know, it doesn't show up as much. This is getting gross. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. 
Feathers. Um, feathers. Yeah, the feathers are floating down around her. It's very nice. Um, it looks really cool. It's a nice effect. Um, they're they're kind of out of focus because obviously the focus was on her face. So they're, it just adds this nice texture to the image, which I like. Um, and it seems also particularly congruent with um, Catherine Bigelow's other movies where like, I feel like she has that kind of noir lighting and everything's gritty mm-hmm. and textured and nothing sleek. Everyone's really. smoking in the office. Yeah. So, um, but we do find out the answer to our question. She asks. Not the question of Rosie. No. But she asks, did your parents die in a car accident? And he goes, they live in Columbus, Ohio. I work bank robbery. The guys I'm after are surfers. I need to do it first. Ooh, that's harsh. But after that, and she's just like, fuck you. He used her. He used her. He admitted it. He admitted it. He's like, I need to do it first. This reminds me a lot of uh, 10 Things I Hate About You. And thusly... uh I don't remember that movie very well. Surprise. Yeah, uh, basically, it's it's um you know Taming the Shrew. Well, I, I know the plot of uh, it. Although I think Taming the Shrew it doesn't quite play out. You know, it's it's less a little less romantic. Uh, yeah. Uh, in Ten Things I Hate About You, uh, Heath Ledger is you know he makes a bet that he can uh, woo Julia Stiles, and she you know she's not she doesn't go with any guys or anything like that. So he makes a bet he can do it. Uh, so that the Joseph Gordon Levitt can go out with her sister. Um, so he does it. Uh, I don't remember why he agrees to do it for whatever reason. Uh, then, uh, as he's doing it, he actually does fall for her. Mm. So at the end, he has to be honest and say, like, you know, there was this bet. Yeah. And at first, I wasn't. I was doing this for a stupid reason. Yeah. I didn't really like you, but now I do. Yeah. Uh, and Keanu's basically saying the same thing. At first, I needed you, but then I actually fell for you. And it's a it's a tough uh, needle to thread there. Just stuff needle thread I'm because saying. you want to be honest you know you're like if and that's what he was trying to say before obviously like he was trying to like yeah. i want to be honest with you because i'm actually falling for you and since i care about you i have to tell the truth yeah but if you tell that truth it's not you know yeah. not easy to hear and uh it might totally ruin everything yeah <laughs> um so that's uh it's rough so jessa um don't you god, dare god this is so hard just a, another time. Jessa, I I hate this. I, <laughs> I have a pet snake. I hate this. <laughs> okay. That was a, that was a little play acting. We're not really uh I don't really have a deep dark secret. Okay. Or do I? I I don't like this joke. Okay. <laughs> I'm starting to hate it too. She says, "Don't you have a soul?" And then the minute ends. Does he have a soul? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's the cliffhanger. Yeah, which is also kind of a mean thing to say, but he also did kind of a mean thing. So he did a mean. He did a bad thing. <laughs> he did a bad. He did a. He he was bad. Yeah. He's a bad boy. Yeah. Um. But he was just doing his job. Yeah. But the crux of it is that he he used her parents' death. Remember, yeah, which is Tyler, a really she, shitty thing. She asked, she said specifically, did your parents die in a car crash? And that's what he said. And he said so that because shitty. he knew that her parents died in a car crash because he learned that from the, the record, yeah. the computer. Such a shitty thing to do. So he, but it, it worked. And if he hadn't used that, hypothetically, he might not have gotten to where he is now with his gang. 
Yeah. Uh, which, I mean, you can argue about all whether this is a good or a bad thing. Like, yeah. he's doing a terrible job at this, uh, where he is now. But he did succeed at getting in with the server community because he used this uh, emotional lever against her. Yeah. So that's part of his job. Um, I I guess, you know, to I think, personally, he could have got the job done without that. Maybe. But it might, not, it might have taken longer. Yeah. And then, you know, it wouldn't be as a dramatic of a movie. So. Yeah. It's a good drama. I, he should have hit his fist off better. Too. He should have hit that gun better, man. Like, yeah, like, like apparently he's getting, ca- he's getting lazy. He's getting, this is getting, his uh, place. This is his place. So I feel like he should have. A he safe has the black sheets and the pet snake and the alarm clock. That's a football helmet. Mm-hmm. So he should have like a safe or something to put his shit in. That's kind of like a hidden safe. Like they're not at the point in their relationship yet where they're like living together. Like, yeah, she's spending the night, but yeah, he she finds his gun and his badge. Yeah. And his so ID. he could have easily have, like, slipped away from her for a second, gone to his hidden little safe, and, like, put it in there. And she would have yeah. been none the wiser. Or had or done that before she came over. That's what I mean. Like, he could have, like, had a moment, like, to himself, since they're not living together. Yeah. They're just playing sleepover. Like, <sighs> he he's getting shittier and shittier at his job. He's, his judgment is clouded. And I think we know why. Falling in love does that to people. It just makes them shitty at life. Yeah. That's really dark. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Oh. It's, you know, it's, I guess it's that, uh, the the act of falling in love. After you're in love, then you can sort of pull yourself together again. And just you're in love and it's just nice. Yeah. And you can help each other and just be there for each other. This is is making up for the whole have a dark secret bit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We love each other. Everyone's barfing. Like, I can hear the sound of our entire five-person audience just simultaneously vomiting into their... Well, they can deal with it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we're we're the only uh, couple to ever do a podcast together. It's a competitive advantage. Yeah, the only only couple ever. Yeah. Screw me, Gianni. We're the only couple ever, actually. No one else has ever had a relationship before. Ever. Yeah, it's we're we're the first. We're so original. <laughs> yeah, we did it before it was cool. <laughs> okay, uh, it's time we talk about recommendations. Yeah, should I kick us off this time? Yeah. Okay, so continuing on this lowbrow, newfound. Have you heard of this thing called internet obsession of mine? Um, Vines. Jessa, Jessa doesn't watch movies anymore. <laughs> no. She doesn't have the attention span. It's all YouTube no. videos and vines. But it's kind of true. It's kind of like 110% accurate. <laughs> I mean, they're great. Um, one of my favorite vines right now, actually the other night, I should tell you, Myrn, I was kept awake by that um, Goosebumps vine I watched. Like, I could not <laughs> stop thinking about it. And like, because I was, you like, were so terrified? No, or? because I love it so much. And, like, close my eyes and be like, dun, so, dun, 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 so, uh, Goosebumps. Let's, let's do this one. Let's, let's okay. describe the Goosebumps vine and then have that be an example. Okay. Okay. So my recommendation was actually me a different vine, but the Goosebumps vine is really good. So um, you, you can do two. I'll give okay. you two. Yeah, two best vines out there right now. We'll, we'll describing describing them. I'm assuming will take longer than watching them. Will be hilarious, and everyone will because everyone loves a joke being described to them. <laughs> so look up "Ode to Goosebumps." I think that's like, I think that's what it's called, and it's basically this girl who's 
like fake playing the piano along to the Goosebumps TV show theme and like getting down and like twerking her butt to it. And it is the funniest fucking shit I've ever seen. I could watch that all day long. And then the other one that I love right now is called Mattel's New Baby Secret. Um, and it's the baby secret doll for Mattel. And instead of it whispering like, I have a secret. Can I tell you mine? It's just already not great. Yeah. Instead, it's the Ying Yang Twins whisper song. <laughs> hey, little mama, can I whisper in your ear? It's so funny. <laughs> I was crying watching it. Um, and there's this laugh when things are really, really funny to me. I can't breathe very well. So usually I end up like hitting Murrin and like simultaneously doing this like, <gasps> laugh um it's like eddie murphy basically yeah i'm pretty much eddie murphy but like hitting things because i can't breathe <laughs> and crying a little bit yeah. if it gets to that point yeah so it's pretty great yeah it's it's a really good one watch those two vines cool i'm going to recommend a podcast i think i've only done that once before at the flop house Whoa. this is another minute by minute podcast kind what? of but there's a twist and i just want to say up front there are a lot of great minute-by-minute minute podcasts. Yeah. I think there's like over 100 now. Yeah. A lot of them are great. The guests we've had on from other minute-by-minute minute podcasts, I love those podcasts, and I recommend them too. Yes. But this one is new. I just discovered it. Um, uh, the guys have been doing another thing for a while. Um, but it, it, there's something a little different about it, and that's why I want to point it out, and uh, I think uh, it needs a bigger audience. Um, so these two guys, uh, Bill and uh, Matt Zumbo, who likes to be called Zumbo, did uh, Glenn Gary Glenn Ross minute? You have to be called Zumbo if your last name is Zumbo. Yeah. Do you know there's a thing called Zumbo's Just Desserts? There is. It's mm-hmm. a cooking show. Yep. It's a guy named Zumbo in mm-hmm. Australia. Yep. Um, so these two guys, uh, they're on the East Coast. I think they're in New Jersey. They did a Glenn Gary Glenn Ross minute. Um, and uh, I haven't listened to that. Uh, maybe I'll go back to it. Uh, but after finishing that, they were thinking about what they wanted to do next. And they decided, well, they just want to keep doing basically what they were doing. Awesome. So, but there's no other, there aren't any other Glengarry Glenn Ross movies. Or there's, are there? Or are there? So basically what they did, uh, was they used an AI, uh, program and taught it all of, uh, like input David Mamet stuff into it. Awesome. And had it write one minute of a script at a time. That's awesome. <laughs> of, uh, of a potential sequel to Glengarry Glenn Ross called Glengarry Glenn Ross Infinite. And as for, I think the idea is, from what I got from them talking about it, is that it's just going to go on as long as they want it to. There's not going to be, like, an end to this movie. Sweet. Because it'll just keep making another minute as long as they want it to. Yeah. And it's great. They have uh, – I, I like uh, – it's it's a well-done podcast. They have little, like, musical stings for things, like, uh, for different segments, like, what would David Mamet think? And uh, the whole thing about numbers. They do a whole segment about numbers, which is uh, surprisingly entertaining. And they have some interesting things to say about that. And it's uh, informative, funny. Uh, I highly recommend it. I think it's just starting. They have like two minutes out. Sweet. Uh, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, Infinite. With Bill Weingartner and Matt Zumbo. Awesome. Maybe we'll uh, try and get them on this show. That'd be sweet. I want to I ask them, what is an AI bot? Yeah, I'm still not entirely sure if like that's actually what they did or if they're just writing a new movie. Yeah, it's it's. Like, uh, how do you get an AI I'm, bot? I mean, either way, it's very impressive the amount of production that has to go into this. Way more than what we do, yeah. uh, where we just kind of just put turn on the microphone and talk. Yeah. <laughs> Although I did make an awesome theme song, didn't I? You did. The B52 style. Yeah. 
Anyway, uh, that's it for a Point Break Minute. Uh, um, we'll see you next time for Minute 76. Please rate, review, subscribe. Uh, check out the Minute Listeners uh, Point Break Minute Listeners Surf Shop for some cool content. Uh, we post things. I post things when I think of it, and you can interact with us on Facebook. Uh, thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. And uh, Jess and I love each other very much. That's what I want to end this on. Yeah. Yeah. You're making a really weird face, but I like it because I love you. And uh, we'll catch you on the flip side, uh, Point Breakers, and uh, we'll go surf on now to here. Woo! That's a disturbed song, I think. Okay. Maybe Papa Roach. I feel like that's Papa Roach.